Do you ever feel that there is more to life than what you're experiencing, but don't know how to get there? At the heart of each of us is a desire to find meaning and purpose. However, many of us don't know where to begin. Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Steve Chua. And I'm Pete Cofarcio. This show will teach you to be confident in your identity and embrace powerful mindsets so that you can fulfill your destiny and life purpose. We're excited to take you on a journey to transform your life so that you can transform your world. Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Pete Cofarcio. My partner, Steve, and I are taking a break this summer, so we're replaying some of the more popular episodes from the past, a best of list. Self-awareness is not selfish. This episode originally aired in 2022, August. It's the foundational issue for the whole field of personal development, and it addresses one hangup that keeps people from investing in themselves. The main point being that self-awareness is about being more effective. It's not about building an ego kingdom. Let's dive in to learn more. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm Steve Chua. And I'm Pete Cafarcio. Well, Pete, it's so great to have you back. I mean, for those of you who were on our last podcast, listeners, you know that I was incredibly lonely. You were stuck <laughs> with me, myself, and I doing the podcast by myself. And Pete, honestly, it's not the same without you. Aww. But I am glad you're back. Yeah. And, uh, so, so how was your break? What, what, it, what, what it did you was get up to? Really, yeah, it was really good. Uh, Lynn and I just took a, a nice road trip through Pennsylvania and North Carolina and uh, probably like one of the highlights was a friend of ours has a B&B at the top of a mountain in, in outside of Asheville in the okay. Smoky Mountains, uh, Ooh, like 3,600 feet above sea level. And, you know, if you've ever wondered why they're called the Smoky Mountains, well, there's this great big picture window in the, the B&B. We got there at night, by the way, I should say. So it was dark. And we're like, oh, okay, well, you know, we're, we're getting settled. In the morning, I open up the curtains and you see these mountaintops of this mountain range sticking out above a sea of clouds. Oh, wow. And it's the smoky part of it. It looks like smoke. Mm -hmm. And it was just gorgeous. And then the sun came up and all these colors and it burned off the clouds. And it was just amazing. In fact, we had that three mornings in a row. I took a ton of pictures and it was just what the doctor ordered. We just needed wow. to get out of the city, get some nature, get some great uh, views and landscaping and, and spend time, great time with uh, friends and family. So it was, oh, it was that's, a good trip. That's awesome. I, I'm not jealous. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's this week's uh, transformation tip, Pete? Well, Steve, there's a, a phrase in Latin, temet nosce, temet nosce. It's Latin for know thyself. And the tip today, though, and we're going to lean into know thyself, but self-awareness is not the same as self-centeredness. And know thyself is not a lead, uh, a lead in or a way to pursue narcissism. That's not mm. what it's about. So that's the tip. Know yourself. But uh, What is it in Latin again? How'd you say it? Uh, temet nosce. 
Temet Noske. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel very intelligent right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pull that on someone or, in a or, or, or I'm in a spelling bee or something, but it's, it's true. <laughs> what you've shared here is actually very important. Knowing thyself is actually going to kick off our new series. We're going to be talking about emotional intelligence. And it's something that a lot of people know about IQ, but we want to be helping you with your EQ in many ways because how your emotional intelligence works is so important in regards to being able to transform your life and transform the lives of the people around you. And so when you're looking at emotional intelligence, often we're talking about things like self-awareness, uh, self-management, other awareness, and maybe finally uh, how to manage other situations or other people. It's important that we start with self-awareness, and that's where we're going to go today. Pete, when we start looking at self-awareness, it's kind of a weird word. Like you said in the transformation tip, it, there are misconceptions around it. So can you just kind of help us understand why that is? Yeah, sure. So before we define what it is, let's say what it isn't. Okay. Ah, that's a good way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So self-awareness is not self-centeredness. And in fact, if you do self-awareness right, it can make you less self-centered. You can actually be less self-centered because what you'll do through self-awareness is you're going to get comfortable in your own skin. You're That's going good. to answer possibly some perplexing questions or things that just befuddle you about yourself. If you can get those things figured out, you're going to spend less cycles thinking about you and thinking about how am I coming across and it frees your brain up and it frees your energy to be focused on other people. Mm. But you have to, but you have to do the work in order to yeah. get there. So at first, when we're and we're going to guide you through this over the next couple of episodes, at first it might seem like all this focus on me. But if you can get that straight, then you're again you're freed up. The other thing it's not is it's not selfish. Okay, so the goal of self awareness is not to get things to go your way. Okay. It's yeah. not about arranging, you know, everything to be perfect for you. It's not about trying to get other people on your agenda. Okay. It's actually so you can serve other people and so that you can be more effective in your relationships. Okay. In fact, actually, I love what you're saying here about, you know, self-awareness system being self-centered or selfish. Actually, when we become self-aware, we actually highlight the areas we are self-centered and selfish, so we can get rid it's of it. It's true. It's absolutely true. Yeah. It's true. And so yeah. I guess when we're talking about self-awareness, uh, Pete, we're talking about discovering kind of your original design or your identity, mm -hmm. okay, who you are. That's good. And, and how to live from that place of true identity, you know, and, and recognizing the greatness within you, but also at the same time discovering the things that sabotage you from being the best version of yourself. All right. And so as we go through um, the series, okay, and as today, when we're looking at self-awareness, remember, it, it's not trying to find your faults. It's actually to discover your greatness within. It's yeah. to discover yeah. uh, just the, the, everything that you were designed to add value to this world and to know what your value add is, because each one of you, you are unique, and each one of you, you've got something to give. And Often when we don't know that, we become takers rather than givers. That's why self-centeredness and, and, and selfishness comes in. Yeah. But when you're self-aware, then you actually embrace the, 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 the wonder of who you are, the greatness of who you are. And I've often said humility isn't about saying what you're not. Humility is when you know how good and great you are, but you use it to serve other people. 
Yeah. Okay? yeah. And so it's not about yourself. That's what self-awareness wants to help you do, to begin to live a life from your identity. And and what, what would be some of the benefits, Pete? Uh, yeah, yeah well, just play that out. Aware. Yeah, play that out. I mean, uh, as you're listening to this right now, like, Steve, that was a great picture you just painted, by the way, Steve. I love that. So if you could fully embrace what Steve was just talking about, you know, how would that make life different for you? Mm -hmm. Right. How would it affect your relationships if you weren't overly sensitive or so wrapped up, like getting offended or how you're unsure how you're coming across to people? If you're more confident, what would that do for your relationships? Absolutely. Because you're not thinking about what people are, I wonder what people are thinking about me you know, and all these sorts of things. In fact, what happens is I think you'll grow, grow in the confidence of who you are and it will actually enable your connections, your relationships to be more healthy, yeah. okay? Because you then know what you can give and what you can add. And you can also, in one sense, when you're self-aware, you actually are more willing to receive from other people as well. So yeah, better connections, better relationships. That's one of the benefits of becoming self-aware. The, the other thing is simply this, right, Pete? It allows you to become a better person. <laughs> Okay. Uh, think so about true. It. Very, if, it's true. It's really if, true. If you, if you can see who you really are and then see the things that keep you from being that place, then you can actually say, okay, I don't want to live this way, or I don't want this to be part of my, uh, my character or whatever else, you know, uh, early on in my, in my life, my wife used to say to me, Steve, you're not listening to me. And I would repeat everything she said, but she says, she's, but you're not listening to me. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah. our, wives, our, our wives have a way of doing that. And listening was something that I had to work on. But when I became self-aware, I realized that I half listened. Mm -hmm. I didn't fully engage. Mm -hmm. Okay. And as a result, she really encouraged me to become a better listener. And I think I've done a good job. That's why I'm a, I, I'm a coach now because I listen to a lot of things and I have to listen intently. So when you become self-aware, you become a better person because you begin to see maybe areas of weakness that can become strengths or maybe strengths that you didn't realize you had that you could develop. Yeah. And the other, the other part of the confidence on this, Steve, is it's going to free you up to frankly, just be yourself. So if you're not clear on what that is, and we're, we'll, we're going to talk about that in some future episodes about, you know, we already did a whole thing on identity. We're going to talk more about your talents and your weaknesses. But when you can get clear on that and comfortable with it, it's going to give you a confidence that you're not going to try to be someone else. You're going to be able to just be who you are, stay in the you zone and get your mind off of yourself so that you can go be focused on other people and, and bring your best to make the world a better place. So we've kind of looked at what self-awareness isn't. So it's not self-centeredness. It's, it's uh, not selfish. I mean, now we've seen the benefits of that, but I, you know, one of the things as a coach is how many of my clients come in with issues or whatever, they're not self-aware. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's I'm, I'm just laughing because it's it's the story of my coaching life. Uh, it's it's and you got to be really careful when you uncover it because you can't just blast them. But like but, sometimes you're like, are you kidding me? You. <laughs> yeah. But 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 you have to realize as a coach, our job is to help people become more self aware. You know, discovering their strengths as well as their weaknesses. But I want to, for a moment, maybe let's have a look at what are the clues. Okay. Uh, to someone listening right now who needs to say, I need to become more self-aware. 
Yeah, you okay, might. Because, yeah, these, these yeah, are the what? What's the clue yeah, that you might work, need to work on this a little bit? Work on these things because I think yeah. we live life so independently. I remember one person saying to me after I kind of put a mirror to them, if you like, they said, "Thank you so much. Nobody's ever, ever told me this." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And and then we were able to go on a journey of self awareness, but there are clues that will help you say, okay, I need to stop for a moment and become self-aware. So what would some of those things be? Yeah. So we're going to go through some of these. This is not an exhaustive list. So if you don't hear something other says, it doesn't mean you're off the hook, right? Okay. But here's the first one. And I get, as a coach, I just, I can spot this a mile away is, is blaming. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you find that you often blame other people, situations, the country, you name it, um, for your situation, for your state, you're probably moved into a victim mentality. And mm. that can really blind you from just owning uh, who you are and the, your decisions and your what you're bringing to the table. Um, I struggle with this myself uh, from mm. time to time. And, you know, there's this phrase that we have as a coach. It says, everywhere you go, there you are. <laughs> Meaning, almost always, it's not about your situation. It's about what you're bringing into the situation. It's the you. It's you. <laughs> so let's get aware of this so we can start dealing with it. I love what you're saying here, Pete, because, you know, I think when you blame, you point the finger, right? And I think we've said before, if, you point, if you're pointing the finger at someone, you've got three fingers pointing back at you. And that's the moment you need to begin to take one of the aspects of self-awareness is self-responsibility. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you got to own it. Yeah, you've got to own it and say, okay, before I blame someone, what is my part? Before I take, I think there's a, an ancient script that says, before you take the speck out of someone's eye, you've got to take the log out of your own. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, and so let's look at that log and begin to do That's the self-awareness part. Why am I blaming? Or is this something I'm not taking responsibility for? If you know that you get defensive and you blame, okay, you need to get behind that a little bit. And maybe there's some self-awareness. Maybe there's some self-protection going on. Yep. Uh, uh, or yep. you don't want to be seen to be weak or a failure less, or whatever. Less than. Less than, yeah. So uh, another one is, I don't know if this has ever happened to you. You're talking to someone and people are zoning out. Yep. The glazed okay. overlook. Like, yeah. They're, they're engaged in a while, but after a moment, it's like they're not there anymore. Checking their okay. phone, checking their watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and especially if you're a public speaker or if you're in a crowd or you have to do a group presentation, you know, I used to do a lot of public speaking. Okay. And the thing was, I just love teaching and I can get carried away. And so I would like, I could, I could go on for hours and that was the problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And, and I noticed somewhere around 35 minutes or so, people would start getting this glazed look on their face, or they'll start getting fidgety, or they will, like you said, take out their phones, look on their phones, or they'll start whispering to the person next to them, or, or wherever it is. And it inevitably, it'd be around 35, 40 minutes. Right. And initially, I just kept going on. Okay. But then what happened was it moved from really good content to overwhelm. It was yeah. just too much. Yeah. And I was more selfish with my teaching and my information than I was considerate to the people about what I was giving them. And I had to become self-aware. I suddenly realized after a while, what's the point of teaching people if they're not getting it? Yeah. There you go. There's a, a good life lesson right there. Okay. Well, some other clues that you might not be self-aware will come 
from other people. Okay. Mm. They can give you some hints uh, sometimes. Your wives, your wives, your spouses. That's that's (laughs) the first one. And unless they've tried too many times, they've given up on you. That's a problem. But let's not go there there right now. (laughs) But yeah, so social awkwardness is um, can be a clue. And there's lots of different ones like this. But this, we want you to not just take this as a negative. um, It's really it's data. Okay. It doesn't have to devastate you when you learn these things. They're data points, and you can use those to then lean into those and work on these things so you can get better. So Steve, what's, what's one of the uh, social awkward <laughs> clues? Uh, one of them I, to, I call space invaders. Do you remember the game space invaders? Yeah. And what I mean is that people come into your space and invade it. And it's like they are unaware of boundaries. And so they will just, maybe they'll just dominate the entire conversation. So it's like uh, if there's a group, they'll be taking 90% Eighty percent of the time, and then mm-hmm. there's not enough time for anybody else to share. Or I remember one person at, at a particular conference I was at, and I was running late for something, and I said, "I really have to go." She said, "No, one, just one last thing." Mm-hmm. And they were talk for ten minutes, and then I said, "I really have to go." She goes, "Oh, and there is just one more last thing." And literally, it was one last thing after one last thing. Yeah. And what it ended up happening was I zoned out. I wasn't listening to that last thing because now I was thinking about you've invaded my boundaries. You've invaded. Yeah. You're not listening to the fact that they need to go. And so the fact that they were unaware of boundaries actually defeated the purpose of what they were trying to talk to me about. And so yeah. that, that's that's one thing. See if I was hearing the space invaders, boom, 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 boom the noise from the game <laughs> in the background. <laughs> yeah, so space invader. Uh, another one can be, you know, just attention seeking. And this is uh, this is one that's personally pretty pretty close to myself. If you have a background of like say rejection, um, and it's a kind of a double edged sword because if you're feeling rejected, you might try extra hard to be accepted, but those efforts are not natural and they alienate people <laughs> and it winds up being yep. worse. Yep. Um, and so if you see, you know, this could be a, yet another clue is, is just a, too much as attention seeking and like, look at me or I, you know, butting in or, you know, I, I have something to say and, and it, it's just not natural and it, it's just uh, too much. It actually winds up being self-sabotage. Or, or, or it could be something like somebody gives a great story. So you feel you have to add another you story. You have to one-up them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And all of these social awkward situations, actually, as you're describing them, the sad thing about it, if we're not aware, we self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. So the genuine thing that we're trying to communicate or the genuine thing that we're trying to be helpful with gets lost because people see the the lack of boundaries or, or what you're trying to do there. Um, yep. Another one, I, I had recently had a, um, a client come to me and say, I'd like you to talk to one of my members of my team. She's driving me crazy. Okay. <laughs> and I said, okay, thanks. I always get the difficult cases. And she says, she, she, she just, she can't get out of the details. And what would happen is, is a, could you just give me an up-to-date, two-minute up-to-date thing? And this individual would have to go through every single part of the data. And it would take 20, 25 minutes, half an hour for a, a three-minute. It wasn't a summary. It was a full. Oh, well, all the details. Full, full detail yeah. seminar on something. And everybody's like, 
tearing their hair out, but she's got the microphone and she's not stopping. She's not looking up to see whether or not anybody's actually listening or not. But at the same time, they recognized that she was very thorough. She had all the detail and she was actually an asset. So what this boss asked me to do was say, could you help her become self-aware? That she doesn't realize that, yes, she's got all of this, but could you help her with her communication? Could you help her understand what she needs to do. And, and it was really interesting. In one of the sessions, we got into a childhood, a childhood issue. And in that childhood issue, she had been humiliated publicly by feeling that she didn't know enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So as a result, not going to let that happen again. Never let, so I, I, can't, yeah. I can't look stupid. So yeah. I need to make sure everybody knows that I know everything. Okay. Wow. But in the process, she didn't realize because of her lack of self-awareness of that, how it was impacting everybody else. Well, so how did it turn out when she, Oh, when she, 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 she just, it's like, it's, it's so much fun in those moments because you're helping them understand the reason why. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And when they got to the why they went, Oh my gosh. So I don't need to do all of that. I said, no, no, Bam. Just, just tone it down. 85%. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I love that. That's the power. That's just the power the- of coaching right there yeah. is yeah. that you're not having to explain and unwind everything. Once they see it, they can run with it and that's going to be an effective change. I love and what, it. Yeah. And what I said is just start with what they ask. two minutes, give them all the bottom lines. And then if they have questions, you will sound intelligent because you have all the detail and all the data. But again, don't, go on too long yeah. so, awesome. Awesome. so that was great anything else pete that uh yeah. that we can think about here so here, here's another one um i just did it <laughs> to you is interrupting <laughs> so it, i did it, um and i saw it but i caught it and i'm trying well, well, to be I'm, I'm very proud of you pete so yeah. i want you to picture a, a a dinner table of 10 people this is my family uh eight kids Within within twelve years of each other, that are mostly Type A and competitive, and Italian, and, yes, and <laughs> Italian, and very strong personalities, all. And uh, if you wanted to say something or get a word in, you had to interrupt, like you had to dominate, mm. and it just becomes this ingrained pattern. And then I get into corporate, right, and uh, I'm sitting around the conference table, which is like triggering me. Like it's the dinner table and I'm chopping people off and cutting them in. And, and, and I'm like, well, it felt right. That's <laughs> the way you do things. But like I had to, I definitely had to grow in some self-awareness and even just even one-on-one, just this interrupting. It just, it's just a habit. You know, I, I had to be aware and it really helps if somebody can tell you that. So you can get that feedback. But it's, it's so interesting, Pete, because we, we are a product of our environment. Yeah. Okay. And like you were telling with your family. So what is normal at home, we think is normal for everybody else, but it's not necessarily the case. Okay. And so, like you said, getting feedback, and we're going to look at some of that in, in some of the ne- next podcasts, but that's so important. So this is self-awareness. I'm really going to enjoy this emotional intelligence series, but I'm already getting really excited about it. And so if you're listening, think about self-awareness. Okay. Uh, maybe it's not something that you've given yourself permission to do, maybe because you thought it was selfish or narcissistic or whatever it might be. But actually, we need you to be some kind of self-aware. If you want to to grow or to uh, move forward in life, then you need to take time for self-reflection, and self-reflection will lead to self-awareness. And so what would be a great transformation application uh, okay, so we have, yes, we have an, a little really easy exercise for you. It's two-parter. The first one is simply 
rate yourself on a scale of one to 10, one being the lowest, 10 being the highest, on how self-aware do you think that you are? And we want you to write that down. Fake, you could do it right now or type it into your phone or whatever you need to do. And then part two is you need to go find someone who's close to you. This could be a spouse. It could be a best friend. It could be uh, a, a child, possibly an adult child, someone who, who knows you well and ask them they, to rate you as well on a scale to one to 10. How self-aware do you think I am? And is there a difference? If there is, then it's uh, it's time to dig in and grow. All right, Pete. From a rating of one to ten, how self-aware are you? <laughs> um, I'd say I am about a seven point five to an eight somewhere. In there. Oh, okay. Now, yeah. ask someone like me what I think you are. Oh, Steve. <laughs> okay. You can okay. tell me when the podcast. is I'll over. tell you when the podcast is over. <laughs> okay. So, if you're listening out there, give yourself permission to self-reflect and give yourself permission to become self-aware. Because as you do that, you will begin to discover that there is good in you. There is a greatness, there is strength, there is a power within you that you can offer to this world and to be to be empowering of other people. And give yourself permission in the next number of weeks to say, I need to become more self-aware so that I can grow, I can move forward, and I can be the person I've always believed I can be. And I don't have to be or live up to the expectations of what everybody else thinks I should be. Mm. And so Mm. I want to just speak to you out there and just say, this is going to be a great series for you. And I just want you to, like I said, give yourself permission to embrace becoming self-aware. That's great. That's a good word. Well, Steve, uh, I love doing this episode with you and uh, looking forward to this, the whole series. So uh, on behalf of Steve and Pete, uh, this is Pete saying, have a great week and be the best you can be so that you can go transform your world. Bye-bye. Yes. Preach it, brother. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Transform Your Life podcast. We'll be releasing a new episode every Monday, so we hope you'll continue to tune in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show to reach more people around the world. If you're looking for coaching or more resources, follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or our Instagram page, From the Insight Out. If you want to connect with me, Pete Cafarcio, go to PeteCoaching.com. And if you want to connect with me, Steve Chua, go to SteveChuaIntl.com. Remember, we want to help you transform your life so that you can transform your world. Have an awesome week, everyone. <laughs>